0: All right. Well, hello. Good morning, everybody. It's Thursday. It is, what, the 28th of November. Fantastic. We're coming to the close of, no, it's uh, October. October. I'm (laughs) I'm ahead of myself. (laughs) (laughs) Well, welcome to another uh, episode of Gaslighting the Warfire with Rosie Torres. Uh, and Welcome uh, uh, guest Kevin Hensley. He'll be joining us today. He has a great experience that we'd love to share with everybody. We had a guest lined up today. Unfortunately, she was unable to make it due to um, not feeling so well. Uh, So our heart's going out to Dr. Thomas. Um, but we we'll still want to talk about uh, you know, what we're really going to line up for today's show, uh, which is absolutely fantastic and a lot of good information. Uh, so, again, make sure you smash that share button because uh, we're going to be giving some good information. Uh, we're going to be giving some updates on where the bill stands today. That's uh, H.R. 3967, mm-hmm. uh, the Honoring Our Pact Bill, uh, sponsored by Senator Takano. Uh, so we got some information there, uh, press conference news uh, coming up and we're going to talk a little bit about uh, some different alternative therapies that are happening within our uh, community. Kevin is a, a, uh, has an experience that he was going to share with us, so welcome to Gasoline the Warfighter. Hello, Rosie. How you doing?
1: <laughs> I'm good, good. It's been busy. It has. Busy, it has. busy. I mean, we had the uh, Apple TV show with, with John, mm-hmm. and that's really just exploded into, uh, you know, this issue being introduced to America, yeah, right, and so it's it's been a busy month.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And if you guys haven't checked that episode out, you can still watch it on Apple Plus.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, you know, it was the very first episode of uh, welcoming back John Stewart to the air uh, with his new show. What's what's the problem with John yeah. Stewart? Uh, which was absolutely fantastic, and you know, you guys did such an incredible job. The the entire team of Pits 360, um, you know, passing some really really great information and bring some visibility to. Um, the situation here, right? Toxic exposure. You know, yeah. We've been talking about it for two years now. Um, you know, a lot of, a lot of movement, um, you know, happening in, you know, uh, with the recess uh, over and uh, everybody back in, in Congress. You know, we've, got some, we've got some things to share. Oh, yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, what are, what are some things, uh, you know, Rosie, that you've been working on since uh, the last time we've, we've shared time together?
1: Well, you know, we've been working uh, again with, with John and putting pressure, John Feel, the Feel Good Foundation, uh, John Stewart. So like I mentioned, ever since the show, I mean, there's a lot going on, COVID happened and whatnot. So the constituents, the veterans affected, the sick people, the families didn't have the opportunity to walk the halls. Sure. Right. Because everything was on lockdown. Um, but now there's more leeway. Uh, we've been working on, of course, our War Hope Network uh, program. Uh, to get people treated and then again like strategizing as we get ready to go back to DC uh, to put pressure on those members of Congress. So yeah, just a lot, a lot happening.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And um, you know, I, I understand that uh, John Stewart and John feel were had a, a really good sit down with uh, leaders of Congress, mm-hmm. um, you know, from Pelosi, Schumer, Bosman, you know, a handful of, of uh, bipartisan members of Congress. Right. Um, you know, tell us a little bit about that conversation.
1: Yeah. So uh, they they set set up some, you know, meetings with uh, members that, uh, you know, have the power to make that happen with the stroke of a pen. You know, so lots of influence there in Washington. So uh, John and John have been working behind the scenes to not only uh, lock in meetings with Congress, but also with the White House. Right. Because we know Biden's son died from what he believes is exposure to to burn pits. Um, so really putting pressure, uh, cause once the show came out, it's like so many people were awoken to the yeah. issue and they're like, what can we do? How can we help? Yeah. Um, and so those conversations went pretty well, uh, so much so that they want to go back to Washington for a press conference before veterans day. Sure. Right. So John, they're not playing games. Yeah. Right? I mean, yeah,
0: I think with, you know, Having President Biden in, in office, um, you know, there is some motivation and, and some real opportunity to get this bill passed, right, because of the death of his son. Um, but, you know, unfortunately, I, I, from an outsider looking in, I just don't see that momentum, right, yeah. uh, that's that's coming from the, the White House itself. Like, you know, um, we, we would have thought, you know, we've had conversations about this, that, yeah. you know, uh, that would have been a leveraging opportunity. And, you know, it's just...
1: It's, it's been silence. Silence. Yeah. And I mean, in the meetings that we have had, it's been like, where the hell's Biden? Yeah. You know what I mean? And I won't hesitate to say that we need to call him out. He yeah. needs to step up to the plate. Right. Period. Right. right. Absolutely.
0: The, you know, the, from a position in power, uh, of, of power, right. uh, from experience, mm-hmm. uh, from losing a loved one. Right. Uh, it's very close to home uh, in that in that uh, regards. Right. And, you know, he's you know, a man of empathy. It's, it's clear in, in the things that he talks about. So, you know, you know hopefully we can you know, exert that pressure and, and really get him to step out and, and, and get in front of this and get something passed by Veterans Day.
1: Right. And so, um, as a result of the show, we've had some great people reach out, you know, people from Hollywood. I mean, I think I mentioned to you that Jet Tilla, mm-hmm. uh, chef from the Food Network, has uh, agreed to be an ambassador for us. Um, Richard Chu, who's a, a TV uh, actor and producer, he's also stepped up to want to be an ambassador. So, slowly with the show, it's created, you know, it's mobilized this movement yeah. of, of America coming forward and saying, what the hell is this? Yeah, right. yeah and it,
0: it's very unique, right? You're, there's a lot of things happening in the background. We have the, you know, the the Netflix documentary uh, yep. that is, is is still being uh, produced, mm-hmm. um, and, and 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 a lot of these other things that are elevating the conversation, right? Yes. To, to the point now where you there are advocates within Hollywood that are producing content and producing television shows yeah. like Grey's Anatomy. You know, we uh, as I understand, you know, they reached out to you and, and how to tell that story. And you know, I saw a great post. Um, you know, from Leroy the other day, where he's comparing uh, the the photos of what's happening in the show to, you it know, photos of him, of him in the hospital and getting treated. Yeah. You know, so again, like this show, you know, and, and all of you out there that are listening and sharing, you know, you guys are making an impact. Uh, yeah. You know, what we're talking about and, and educating our community on. On toxic exposure, you know, asking the right questions to your primary care provider, having the conversations with your friends and your family—it's mm-hmm. working. So continue to do that, everybody out there. Like we are making some significant progress.
1: Yeah, I mean that I mean, I say it all the time, Tim, and I've told Kevin and and everyone that's part of part of this issue that's been impacted, like Kevin, um, that this isn't Rosie and Leary's cause we just took it and ran with it, right? Because we were impacted as well, but it's your cause. Yeah. You guys are going to determine how this ends, right? Yeah. Because you put pressure on those people in office who you voted into office. Absolutely. They're there to work for you. 100%. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, uh, things are moving. And with the Grey's Anatomy, yeah. Yeah. You know, the actor reached out to me, um, and we chatted and, and the comparison between, uh, not just Leroy's story but I'm sure hundreds of thousands of others who probably have the same picture of them laying in the hospital. Right. Um, and the similarities and just, I, I've not watched the episodes fully yet because it's just such a trigger for us. It's too personal. It's just like watching our lives up on the screen. And, um, and we're just not ready for that. But, um, but we're, we're so, we appreciate it so much and I've heard that there's even a character in there that, that, um, resembles John, John Field, but it's like a soldier who's saying, let's go to Congress. And it's just like pretty amazing. Uh, right. the way they have done their homework, the team over at Grey's Anatomy and, uh, and are, are really delivering that content to educate right. America on, on the issue. Um, and so we, we really have been then uh, spending our time letting people know that because the VA, uh, we've been carrying them on our backs and DOD for 10 years. Um, and I'll mention on this point that I had a meeting with the VAOIG, Office and of Inspector General, mm-hmm. and uh, a whole team of like 15 people that wanted to set up a call out of the blue and said, let's talk about burn pit claims. Right, right. You know, so something's happening.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, and even so much so that the VA is now, um, you know, identifying and coming out and, and, and saying with the, the most recent um opening of opportunity and benefits for the veterans, uh, with toxic exposure, right? So uh-huh. they're, they're, they're now starting to slow walk into what we are hoping is going to be the final and, uh, you know, the end all of of, of what the opportunity could be with presumption.
1: Yeah. They granted three,
0: yeah.
1: right. For those that don't know, it's a rhinitis sinusitis and asthma. Um, but that brought John to that beautiful point during his interview for those that haven't watched it with the VA secretary asking, well, why only those? Yeah. And how did you come to that conclusion? I don't know.
0: Right, right.
1: We don't know. Right, and <laughs> right. You know,
0: all the data that exists in NIH and, and all these other supporting organizations, the data that the VA been collecting, you know, since the beginning of the war, which we learned yeah. of April earlier this year, right? You know, for them to to, to for the the, the the secretary stand up there and say, "Well, I don't know," That's yeah. just Again, gaslighting us, gaslighting us, making us all feel insane. Right. Like, what the hell is wrong with you people?
1: Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) that's right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so, you know, there's a lot of moving parts going on. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, our goal with with this platform here with you guys is what we've been telling uh, people in Hollywood is that uh, we've partnered with veteran entrepreneurs uh, like Run Style that are are being that arm for us to say well let's get it done you know and let's not wait on the vso's to do something that they could have done a decade ago
0: sure sure absolutely absolutely and you know the uh just speaking of vso's you know the 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 vietnam veterans of america right you want to talk about an organization as that knows the fight oh yeah right Uh, they're living it they've been living it for 60 plus years Mm -hmm. um you know so you know uh, hats off to those guys um, you know, and you know, one last thing before we we move on. You know, you're talking about um, you know all the people that you you're you uh, reaching out to you and talking to you about the subject, right? Uh, and I want to just hear one experience that we were talking a little bit about before the show. Um, you know, through just a mutual friend, right? Uh, back in Chicago, I had an introduction uh, to a, a, another veteran entrepreneur um, that has reached out to you many many years ago, back when you first started. Uh, Burn pits 360. Right. Uh, Jesse Mac- uh, Marquez mm-hmm. and you know was um, diagnosed with cancer uh, you know, that was related to toxic exposure. Um, you know didn't know how to navigate the system. Um, you know reached out to you. You guys pointed him in the right direction, and uh, you know it's kind of interesting in, in full circle. Um, you know this gentleman you know, had this conversation earlier this week. And uh, hope to get him on the show. Uh, yeah, and, yeah. You know, we've kind of shared his experiences because I'm not doing him justice, right? right. Um, his he's got a, a, an absolutely amazing story, and he's still in the fight, right? Yeah. Cancer uh, is, you know, unfortunately back in his life, and you know this is something that we're all dealing with, right? Yeah. Uh, in, in the veterinary community, so you know it's rather interesting, you know, uh, to see again how much of an impact that. Pitts 360 has had over the years a decade plus right uh, in the veteran community is uh in regards to this specific subject so mm-hmm. um fantastic stuff um so yeah. you know to keep awesome. moving on um, yeah yeah
1: yeah yeah i know, mean we, we're grateful for you guys and and this is something i told the va like jesse who reached out 10 years ago um we we're probably working out of our home then uh right out of our kitchen <laughs> um but but when i talked to the va i said we're carrying you guys on our backs. Like this is the OIG in Washington yeah. having a conversation with us. I said, and we're having to rely on companies like Grunstyle, Budweiser up the street to print up all our shit, yeah. you know, sorry, but it's yeah. like, how is that happening in America where we're having to rely on these other people to, to launch a national outreach campaign that may save a life through preventative measure, mm. healthcare information through, right? Like, Testing and all of these things that no one's aware of. Right. Right. Like Gina Cancelino, Yeah. She was uh, uh, there during the World Trade Center 9 11. She had all this mail about what could possibly be wrong with her. Her husband dies uh, from exposure to burn pits due to cancer. She's like, oh, we never got a letter. We never got anything, any information yeah. that could have allowed me to have taken him in and saved his life possibly. So, yeah. I mean, we go back that far. Yeah. To Jesse Marquez.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and a lot of great work. Um, you know, speaking of, you know, somebody that's doing incredible work. Uh, she was scheduled to be on the show. Unfortunately, she's not feeling too well this morning. Uh, Dr. Katie, or I'm sorry, Dr. Kate Hendricks Thomas, mm-hmm. um, former Marine veteran, uh, fought in Fallujah. <laughs> Um, you know an absolutely incredible individual uh, she's re- so written co-written several books uh, in regards to you know toxic exposure preventative measures uh, mm-hmm. you know breast cancer you know mostly in the line of uh, female health in the veteran community right uh, her, her she herself uh, is you know suffering from cancer stage four right. um, she's currently on hospice and you know so uh, we're, we're thinking about you Ms., uh, dr Thomas uh, we hope to get you back on the show to really talk more about what you're currently going uh, going through and, and the work that you're you're doing um, but you know she recently had an article and you know we'll throw it up in the chat so you guys can you know take a look at it mm-hmm. um, you know from Warhorse um, right. r- really speaking uh, to the the work that she's been doing um, right. and, uh. and what she's currently going through um, yeah. what an incredible incredible individual
1: oh um, yeah so inspiring uh, Kelly Kennedy I think wrote that article mm-hmm. and uh, it's it's a big big article on on uh, female veterans and and health and and breast cancer and all that. So no. I am uh, a little disappointed that we didn't see her on the show today because she's such an inspiring individual. Um and our, and like you said our hearts out to her and her son and her husband and and then we just keep them in prayer as they go through this this part of of the of the exposure. Yeah. Right. And Absolutely. how it's impacted their family, yeah.
0: Absolutely. So uh, we'll hope to bring her back on the show, uh, give her an opportunity to to really uh, pass out this great information along. Again, I, I can't speak to it. I'm not. Gonna, yeah, me you know, too. Me either. Uh, I would not be doing it the benefit that um, she would, and you know have the impact that she would. So right. we definitely want to have that, uh, have her back. Um, but you know, I'd like to introduce uh, Kevin Hensley. Uh, he's a, a army veteran, correct?
2: Air Force. Air Force. Air Force. Air Force. Yeah, the no, that's kidding. okay. That's okay. <laughs> we came from We had uh, that conversation yeah, on the right, way here. That's right. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So,
0: uh, Kevin, uh, you know, uh, with your uh, military experience, um, <clears throat> tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, how you got connected with Brent 360 and, and some of the work that you guys do together.
2: Okay. Uh, well, I was in the Air Force for about 20 years. Um, I was a uh, security forces, security police Um. I went to, uh, to Iraq, I went to Kirkuk and Balad. Um, I went to uh, Afghanistan, and my last, my last deployment was in 2013 when I went to Afghanistan to teach the Afghans how to secure their base, and we all know how that went. Um, so, basically, uh, four of the eight locations that I deployed to uh, ran open-air burn pits, um, I got with uh, Burn Pit 360 and Rosie and Leroy uh, probably about, what, four or five years ago? Yeah, no, yeah, it's yeah. been about four or five years. <clears throat> um, we wanted to do something. We wanted to advocate. We wanted to spread the word. And we were given the opportunity to uh, be a, have a little chapter in Michigan that's uh, gaining momentum right now. I think we have about 256 followers that we just started within the beginning of this year, or mm-hmm. I think it was the beginning of this year. Yeah, yeah. And so, we, uh, we found a lot of similarities with Leroy. I have uh, constrictive bronchiolitis. Um, I went to scan in Colorado. Uh, back in 2018, I had a biopsy from Dr. Miller in Vanderbilt University in 2017, where uh, they uh, did a lung biopsy and saw the soot and the ash on the outside mm-hmm. of my lungs. Mm-hmm. Uh, my small airways are burned and they diagnosed me with CB, and so I figured if you inhaled it, you probably have it in your brain, and it sure turns out that it pretty much matches and almost mirrors what pretty much Leroy has as well. So we wanted to get involved in the fight, and we wanted to uh, spread the word about toxic exposure and uh, what it's doing to our servicemen and women, and so here we are.
0: Yeah. So, you know, I think one of the things that, we talk about is, you know, the, the preventative questions, right? That, that, uh, conversation we should be all having with our primary care provider, um, you know, knowing that we've been exposed to some reasonable degree, you know, what was the moment that, that you felt was, uh, you had to go and start having the conversation with a doctor, like something was wrong. Like, could you walk us down that path?
2: Sure. Uh, you know, in, in 2006, uh, I was in Kirkuk, Iraq, and I was starting to get sick, and the uh, the the burn pit was adjacent to where the perimeter area of the uh, the base was. And they told me I had the Iraqi crud, again, similar to mm-hmm. Leroy exactly mm-hmm. from when he was on here a like a couple weeks ago or something like that., uh, they told me I had the Iraqi crud. They said, you know, it's, you know, when when I got back from downrange, they told me that it's in my head, you know. It, it's not what you think it is. It's asthma. It's, you know, allergic rhinitis. It's basically the three, the three breadcrumbs that we got <laughs> from the uh, from the uh, presumption of uh, presumption from the VA. Um, all those things, and then I had to go outside. We had to go outside of our our VA care, and uh, and try to figure out what's going on. I, I was having these problems where. Um, I was trying to explain to Rosie on the way here where um, my kids would have the, the, they play with the bubble makers or whatever. Mm -hmm. And you know how you try to grab a bubble. That was kind of like the fog uh, that I had. I'm sorry. The fog that I had from uh, not being able to get words out, not being able to have like regular thoughts, um, not being able to understand what was going on. And then when you, Combine this all with the answers that you're getting, even though they're answers, which is better than nothing, you're finding out that you're diagnosed with a terminal lung disease. You're finding out that you're having cognitive issues where you can't relate to your mm-hmm. to your family members and you're having struggles uh, through that. So then you find these outreach places like the Warrior Hope Network, where you find uh, Dr. Hendricks and her staff at North Star Hyperbarics to... Um, to come up with these answers. You find Dr. Miller in Nashville, Tennessee, or you find them and you get these answers uh, to what's really going on with you, and then you find out, okay, now we have the answers, what are the solutions for right. mm-hmm. those answers? What can we what can we do to extend our life or our quality of life, mm-hmm. especially when you have a terminal diagnosis as far as constricted bronchiolitis or a cancer that might be at stage four, like mm-hmm. the doctor has. Uh, what can you do at that point to to mitigate or extend your quality life with your family yeah so that's what we were trying to really my wife and i were trying to really get to uh, the bottom of that and with dr hendricks and the north star hyperbarics uh we found out a lot more answers Um, yeah tell
0: us a little bit about the hyperbaric treatment that you went through i mean sure i saw a little bit of uh and and i've spoken at great length with will wisner who uh, was in, in the program and, you know, seeing the results from him is okay. like night and day.
2: Night well, and day. Um, it was, uh, I lost 23 pounds in, uh, in about a month and a, month and a half, I mm-hmm. think it was. Mm-hmm. Um, I completed 80 dives. Um, 40 is the first, 40 dives is the first uh, telltale sign of what's really going on with you, if you're improving or not. And then you get your, <clears throat> excuse me, you get your MRI, DTI back, by that time, uh, you get your cognitive function testing, you get your right IQ testing, which is kind of like your eyes are telling your brain what they see and your brain is trying to relate to your eyes and trying to understand what you see. Um, a lot of veterans are scoring in the low. I've seen a veteran score about a 19 to a, anywhere between a 19 to a 40. The, the optimal goal is to get about an 89. Um, I scored a 30 on my first one um, and then I scored a 41 on the second one before I left, which is improvement, but not where I wanted it to be sure. at that point. But uh,
0: And these are all cognitive tests that you're.
2: you're yes. You're well, the, the cognitive test that they had, um, they gave you like a bunch of things to remember, words to remember, colors and shapes. And I didn't do very well at that because they all kind of seemed to blended in uh, towards the end. But the right IQ test is basically you're looking at a computer screen and you're following dots or you're following shapes. So basically your eyes are informing your brain, <clears throat> excuse me, your brain on what they're seeing, and your brain is interpreting what your eyes are seeing at the same time. And where those areas of your brain are lacking, um, they give you a report and it shows you everything kind of like horizontal, uh, vertical, on where your eyes are and where they're tracking to be able to uh, to figure out what's going on with you. Mm-hmm. You know, And that's a result of the concussions that we've had uh the MRI DTI shows the concussions um through their through their testing. And then um you go through the HBOT program. I've seen monumental changes in folks. I've seen people in wheelchairs that are that are walking. Um, like Will Wis- Wisner was uh you know, he was on a cane mm-hmm. um and now he's walking without a cane and he's hiking. Um I've seen um other patients there um, have issues where they, their, their speech was impacted and now they're talking in full sentences and they're having regular conversations with yeah. you. And mm-hmm. I've seen just phenomenal benefits to, uh, to this program. For myself, uh, after the third dive, um, I was able to take a deep breath for the first time in 12 years. I know that doesn't sound like a lot to a lot of people, but when you yeah. have a, a terminal lung disease, uh, being able to breathe is a huge, mm-hmm. a huge benefit. So um, just the overall, um, the supplements that we get there, the, uh, the time change of three hours coming from uh, Midwest, uh, 112 degree temperature versus 80 at mm-hmm. best in Michigan. And the, uh, you know, going through the hyperbarics, I've lost. Like I said, I lost 23 pounds. I feel like a brand new person, um, and that's attributed to Dr. Hendricks and the uh, and the staff at uh, North Star Hyperbarics and North Star Neurology. That's fantastic. Yeah, 100%. healing Arizona vets. Yeah, yeah healing Arizona vets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Exactly.
1: And that's that's the thing for us, uh, Tim. That you know, for our organization is, uh, of course, uh, preventative health and solutions. Right. Like we could talk all day about what the issue is, mm-hmm. but what's the solution?
0: Right. Right.
1: That's it. Yeah. Right.
0: Yeah. And, and uh, you know, there's something there that you said that I wanted to kind of come back to really quickly is, you know, for a lot of veterans that, you know, have been in Iraq, Afghanistan and, and many other places, you know, uh, and, and, and seen you know, up front the, you know, the horrors of war, IDs, things of that nature, um, you know. And, and and the toxic exposure to the burn pits, right? And, you know, I, I think of myself where I was at U.Sophia with you know uh, many Marines, and our burn pit was literally I could throw out the window and hit that that burn pit, and you know what you know with my wag bag that we're all <laughs> fondly remembering, <laughs> um, you know. But so the the, the question that I've had as I've I've become more educated along this process is, you know. To your point is it the the chemicals that are re- the residual effects of the chemicals in our brain from the toxic exposure and all the inhalants that we are consuming or uh, or is it um you know the the impacts of ids and the concussions you know and and the 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 Medical issues that come from that, or is it a combination of both mm-hmm. that are that veterans are struggling with? Because even myself, I find you know my cognitive uh, capabilities have declined a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I my, my, my speech pattern is a, a way different than uh, what it was ten years ago. Oh, yeah. But you know, I, and I think about, it, am I just getting old, or you know, uh, yeah. am I associating that with some of the other health, medical problems that are just now starting to come up? And I'm I'm now into that latency period, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've got I've got a couple sort like. Uh, uh, things on my body that the doctor's like, well, that's just ringworm. I'm like, well, this has been around for a while, guy. And yeah. the medicine's not making it go away. I don't think it's ringworm. Right? <laughs> right. But again, it's asking the right questions to your primary care provider, giving them the right context of what it is uh, that you've experienced going into it. But, you know, I, I mean, divert there. But going back to the, the question of the cognitive, you know, do you agree It's a, it's it's a it's a combination of all of that? Or, you know, again, like there's... I have not seen a lot of studies on it in, in terms of what they're looking at from the cognitive side of the inhalant exposures and the residuals in
2: the brain to you know, the impacts of IEDs.
1: And, and we had that conversation on the way here, right? We did, right. we did. <laughs> uh, yeah.
2: we, uh, I think it's a combination of, of, of everything. Yeah. I, I think you look at the, the person and you get a snapshot of that person from the images that you're seeing from a SEER scan from a uh, MRI, DTI, um, the concussion portions of that, uh, the cognitive function test, the metals. Uh, mm-hmm. um, uranium is huge in our, in our system. Mm. Um, uranium, I've got arsenic. I've got tin, high concentrations of tin. Um, and what they do is they trap into your bone marrow and your tissues, and they stick to the fatty cells of your body and then you've got to detox them out. Right. Well, how do you go about detoxing them out? Well, you either sweat them out, or you excrete them out by other means. Mm-hmm. And the skin on our body is the rashes that you're getting. If you're, I mean, I was out in 112 degree weather, so I didn't really need a sauna all that much, but uh, in
1: Arizona, in Arizona, yeah. yeah. Right.
2: And so um, things started to come out on my skin. Like I, I've noticed, like my my uh, my face. Uh, they say that boils happen on your face. They say that because you, your skin is a, it, it screeches through your skin. And um, I think it's like, going back to your question, you know, I think it's a combination of everything. I think it's getting answers, finding out what's going on with you, mm-hmm. um, you know, and and not being fed um, prescription medication. Yeah. yeah. You know, um, that's huge. I mean, I showed a picture of a third of the medications that I'm on and it looked like I was just my own little pharmacy. Right. And of course, all of our veterans are in the same yeah. situation. I probably named
0: three of them that you're on because was probably the same <coughs> cocktail. Right. <I> got. right. <laughs> and so,
1: and I think to Kevin's point, and mm-hmm. sorry, i to okay. interrupt you, but um, it, it, that's really what we've done right through the organization and veterans own experiences is bringing together those experts. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Like, having to go to Colorado to go to see scan. So then we can pass that information off to the other vets, right. And share that network and build the network of Zema and Miller mm-hmm. and uh, the doctors over at Searscan and then the team over at uh, in Arizona and then just build, build, build uh Dr. Beckman over at TreatNow.org, which is, he's got a database of like tons and tons of hyperbaric chambers and doctors that facilitate that. And that's a solution, mm-hmm. right? That is, what we're focused on accessible yeah right, right. Mm-hmm. And that's, the, that's the key is
0: yes. it is acceptable Accept, accessible yeah, accessible yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there you go <laughs> a tough um, twist and, there. Low, and low cost right I right mean, you're not talking you know major investments here you know, you no. know of tens of thousands of dollars for treatment right right um you know if you're getting in with with the right programs and the, and the people that have experience right so um yeah a fantastic modality Um, clearly has uh, impacts, you know, you're the second individual that has spoken, that I know in my personal orbit, uh, that has spoken highly of it, and have walked away with a positive experience.
2: Yeah. Well, you know, uh, Tim, it's it's getting answers, um, and then working through your support system that you have with your family to accept those answers. Mm. Um, You know, there was a time where I was in a deep depression when I found out that you know I have a toxic brain injury and I have constrictive bronchiolitis kind of happened within one year of each other um, finding out the results of the lung biopsy and then finding out the the tox the toxicity and and the, what, my, what my brain is reporting um, you know try, try to handle that and try to grasp all of that at one time um, you know without my support system of my wife and my family um, I don't honestly know where I'd be today. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah. and and that's a that's the story, right? Uh, across our community, right? Mm-hmm. You know, we we talk a lot and you know, within our community about veteran suicide. Yeah. Um, you know, but you know, the suicide is a byproduct of the deeper problem, right? Yeah. And you know what that problem is is it, it right now it's it's a lot of things depression, uh, you know, uh, exhausting financial means right. uh, for illnesses, mm-hmm. um, or the veteran just has nothing left because there's, they've, they've used every resource and outlet that they have right and then the, the end result is is taking their life because they don't feel there's any value left that they're providing their their loved ones and themselves most so importantly right right mm-hmm. uh, So you know that's you know in, in, until we can address those deeper problems right in a, in a broader conversation and, and coming with solutions that are accessible and of low cost uh, the modalities that, that are actually working, we're not going to make an impact on suicide awareness. We're right. not going to make an impact on, on uh, suicide within our community because again, suicide is a byproduct of the larger problems.
1: Yeah, right. That, right. That's right. And, and that's why, you know, with the warrior hope network, uh, we're building it so that we can reach that many people to give people hope. Right. Yeah. Um, uh, educating people is, is, is giving people hope. Right. And oh, advocating. Sure. Um, and so we continue to build the network, um, But but also want to touch on 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 our registry, right? We uh, I think we're probably one of the only organizations that have a national registry where people can go and self-report their um, their their illnesses uh, or if your loved one died as a result of exposure. It's important that you go and register on on our website Mm -hmm. uh, because it's data that will help us uh, not only um, continue to build the network and share those. Uh, that information, that wealth of knowledge, the preventative measures, the clinicians, the experts, because you know, we always have people call and say, like, who can I go to? There's no one in my town. There's no one in my state. Mm-hmm. I need a doctor that has a background in exposure. Yeah. Um, and so um, uh, having the registry uh, will has helped us also in, in, in building policy and legislation, but most importantly, um, treatment and solutions. So, uh, make sure you go to our website and and register. Not only on the VA registry, which we know pr- pretty much is a collection of data yeah. uh, that will never uh, fulfill any scientific purpose, but we are uh, have Doctor Tomaska working with uh, a whole team of doctors that will put out uh, a study, a research um, on on what they found uh, with all the people in our registry.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's absolutely important. You know. It, you, you got to get involved. You got to, you got to share all this information, um, with your mm-hmm. loved ones. You know, you don't know what one piece of information could do to change someone's life, oh, yeah. right? You for know, sure. it might be that one missing piece that they've been looking for. They have not been able to find mm-hmm. and you find it in conversation. I see it all the time. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, again, like everybody listening, you know, get, get involved, yeah. share, share this content, uh, reach out to your, your Congress people. Uh, yep. in your districts, in your hometowns, in your state, right? Um, you know, talk to them about HR three nine six seven. Talk to them about honoring our Pact Act. Talk yeah. to them about the Tacano Bill, and let them know why it is important that that this bill needs to pass. Because, ladies and gentlemen, we have a we're on the precipice. And on the, on, on the verge of cre- doing something that has not been done in many, many years of a, reforma- a reformation within the VA mm-hmm. by providing this opportunity of presumption to over three and a half million veterans of the global war on terrorism and other conflicts during this time period. Right. So it is absolutely important. You know, this bill identifies uh, several con- uh, cancers that uh, through data and research and science leads back to the veteran and, and the exposure to a lot of these chemicals, inhalants and, you know, things that uh, we were all exposed to while being in forward uh, operating areas. So right. it's absolutely important, H.R. 3967. Take a look at it. You can find it at, um, you know, congress.gov. Look it up. You can see all the people endorsing it, um, you know, and then you can start making your target list. They go, go to
1: warfighter2021.com. Yep,
0: yeah, and that's uh, a, a private uh, uh, website that Rosie and team manages, uh-huh. uh, and it leaves. It provides a lot of information on the warfighter bill which actually started this conversation right uh within uh, the the halls of congress so yep. you know uh you are trendsetter rosie and, you know, <laughs> you're leading the fight um yep. we're doing and, our best and we have a lot of work to do and it's going to take uh, the entire community to lift this up so yeah, you know for it sure. is important to um you know really reach out to your 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 representatives and again look at the people that are on that that, that list if you're if uh, as co-sponsors if your representative is not on that list call them ask them why oh yeah send them an email Right, because yeah. if you send an email, they they are charged to respond to you right, as part right. of their their uh, you know uh, culture yeah, <laughs> the yeah. procedures. Right? Yeah,
1: right, right. And we'll be announcing um, this week uh, the date of the press conference for next week, and we will be bringing a few veterans with us uh, that have been affected mm-hmm. to meet with that list of of uh, legislators that John and John have locked in. Yeah. Uh, so as soon as we have the information, we'll put it out. Uh, and uh, you know, people can either join us out there at the press conference or walk the halls with us. Yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely. And you know, I would be remiss to say that you know we're we're here championing championing the the honoring our pact bill, right? Uh, why? Because we believe that's the one that has all the right answers. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, at the same time, there is an incredible amount of work that's happening out there right now. There is other bills on, on the floor that are addressing this. You know, we have a, a point of view that our this bill carries the weight that we think. Uh, is important, but it does not uh, remove the fact that there are so many people out there that are trying to get this accomplished. So get involved. It is important. It is, you know, it, it, it is the thing that is uh, the, the. In my opinion, right? Let me just back that up. In my opinion, this is the pro. This is the biggest problem within the veteran community right now from yeah. a health a health position. Right? Mm-hmm. It is killing tens of thousands of veterans. Uh, it already has over the last twenty years. Oh yeah. And there's there's it's not going to end. No. Right? And we have a lot of work to do to take care of our community.
1: Yep, absolutely. So, thank you, Tim. Um,
0: with that, Kevin, I want to say thank you for uh, joining us today and sharing your story and mm-hmm. some of your experiences.
2: I appreciate you guys, and uh, I appreciate the opportunity to, uh, I know you supported the Hope House, and I can't tell you how much I appreciated uh, the opportunity to be there. Yeah, and, um, yeah. Uh, and then Rosia, I can't thank you enough for all of your efforts with Burn Pit 360 and Helping everybody and helping vets that uh, that desperately need to get answers. And I think once the veterans get answers to what's going on with them, the the possibility for solutions and extending their quality of life or their their life uh, will be immeasurable. One hundred percent. So thank you guys for Grunt Style and and again yeah. Rosie. Yeah, and we're thank grateful you, for you guys for sure, that, uh, for that sure. you guys
1: uh, supporting financially that effort. Here's the result. Yeah. There.
0: Absolutely, I'm I'm uh, I'm humbled to be a part of you know in the company of such great people uh, that are doing incredible things, and yeah. you, know, you know, you guys deserve all the credit. I'm <laughs> I'm just here to you know <laughs> be 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 a part of the ride. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah. So if we're going to close it out. Um. You know. Again, share this. Uh, make sure you get this information out on your your social medias, and um, you yeah, know, we'll see you again on War uh, Gaslighting the Warfighter, uh, the last Thursday of every month. And, again, thank you, Rosie. Uh, Thank you, Leroy, out there. I hope you're listening. uh, (laughs) The the Moringa has been working extraordinarily well. Thank you very much. Uh, Again, thank you very much, Kevin. And um, I look forward to seeing all of you again uh, very soon on the next episode of Gaslighting the Warfighter. Until then, take care, be kind to one another, and we'll see you soon. Awesome.